welcome back to another episode of Counting Me Out Podcast. I'm your host, JQ, uh, sports PR manager and sports host. And it's your boy Spoon, man, sports fanatic, sports junkie, high school basketball coach, just really trying to make it make sense. We are so excited to have our special guest today. I know I've been trying to catch up with this man since I touched down in 2016. And he's been dodging me into the night. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, man, this, this, is, this is somebody who, who has carved himself into the groundwork of Atlanta basketball, period, when it comes to grassroots, when it comes to professional owner, CEO, founder of the ABL Basketball League here in Atlanta, the Atlanta Entertainment Basketball League, Ja Rowling. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. You know, we um, here at Counting Me Out, man, you know, to, to start it off just like more of an icebreaker kind of thing, you know, we do this thing where we ask fire questions. Okay. And, you know, it's just going to be some quick questions JQ's going to ask, I'm going to ask. You know, just to give the people a little bit more insight on who you are as a person. Okay. You know, nothing crazy, just a little icebreaker. Jakey, what you got? Okay, so you ready for the first question? Yeah, y'all? let's do All it. All right. All right, here we go. What are the two things that you do or use to put you in the best mood? Mm, that's good. Um, most importantly, I pray when I wake up. Um and I try to, you know, I would say either I pray, try to make sure that I, my kids are, are good. Um, once I know that they're good, then it's like free. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can move, I can travel, I can do whatever I need to do. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I love that. What's another thing that you do? Um, that's, that's probably it. I mean, I listen to music. I mean, I, I definitely try to set the, set the day with a, with a good vibe. So... I'm either on my R&B or my old school, you know what I'm saying? Go to, to get me one, little... one song right now. What's your, and you got to your... sing it. Uh, nah, I ain't singing it. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my MO, <laughs> baby. Marketing and sports. <laughs> nah. Um, what, what, what's every... the... All right, so um, uh, either Settle Here, uh, which is a gospel um, track, or Kay Trinata and, um, and Her. Um, their new, their I new song. Like they got. hers music, Ooh, yes. no cap. Yeah. I do that's like that, hers That's my day mood setter. I do like yeah, hers music. Her you did put me in a whole then. different mindset, man. Just her voice and the melodies that she that she sings on. My next question. All right. What was the last movie that you watched but actually fell asleep on? Ooh. Um, he about to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. He gonna hurt somebody's feelings. He gonna say a movie. Nah, probably was a kids movie. Cause I I take my kids to the movies a lot, man. Uh, damn, you got me on that one. I can't even. I can't even. I'm stumped on that one. You don't watch a lot of movies. Nah, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't either. Yeah, yeah. So Disney. if I'm going to the movies, it's the kids. Or I mean, I you know I don't been out on a couple of dates or whatever in the movies, but I ain't you know I can't even remember the movies. Okay. On Netflix and chill. <laughs> okay, so so for the people that don't know who you are as a yep. person, right? You know, you originated from New York. Yep. From up top. Yep. What's the one thing you miss most about being in New York? Summertimes, man. Oh, summertime. Yeah, sure. man. Um, the vibes. I mean, I I just was in New York for like a week, um, and I'm like, damn, I miss this feeling. I mean, it's just. Even with trying to build it the way that I have in Atlanta, 
Um, it's just something about New York summers, it's man. It's just vibrant. I mean, the people, the 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 way they moving around on the street. It's, it's little things. The food, yeah. right? Like even though yeah, the restaurants are there all the time, but the food and the and the ambiance and the and the vibe that you get is totally different. Yo, so, I tell I tell people if you have not been to New York, right, and been to a bodega, and got whatever type of sandwich yeah. you was gonna get from yeah. that bodega. That is one thing I encourage everybody to try at least one time. Yeah. I was hooked. When I used to go train in New York, I used to train in Long Island. Shout out Jerry Powell, man. You my guy forever. Yeah. I used to go train in Long Island. Every morning, I would go get a bacon, egg, and cheese. You got to. On a roll. You got to. Little even if, even if you go into a real restaurant, you got to go get a bacon, egg, and cheese oh, or sausage, egg, and cheese before you. Cheese. That's it. Oh, man. That's it. Uh, listen. Listen, yeah. food, I'm a, I feel like yeah. I ain't a I'm food craving it. I'm craving it just talking Come about on, it. Come on, bro. I feel the same but look, way. We about like, to, actually, there's a, there's a, uh, I'm, I'm going to find the name for you, but there's a New York bodega that's here in Atlanta. In Atlanta. In oh, Atlanta. Wow. I'm going. Yep. So yep. you about to flood them yeah. now. They, they, yeah. they, 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 they likes and Kai, everything about to go crazy. Yeah, and we've been talking wait. about that. Like, yo, Send somewhere in the, in the Don't city. Don't say it loud. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> Send me a text, man. DM me the name of this spot so we can get it going. <laughs> yeah. But again, Jai, you know, um, you know, we had another guest on the show a little while back. And one thing that we wanted to do from the Counting Me Out podcast was give you your flowers now because for what you've been able to do for the culture of Atlanta basketball is remarkable. I appreciate that. There wasn't, there wasn't a thing where all the NBA guys, the best college players, some of the high school guys, there wasn't a thing where they could come play in the summertime until you came around. Yeah. And for those who do not know the first year was outside. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first year was, it was, it was, it was, it was it was me out there hooping. Come sometimes. on, bro! Like <laughs> Al, Al from Street is X. You stop know what playing, so, guys. Guys that guys that you would never really see. I mean, obviously, I played college ball, elite level, but I mean, we were just wrangling guys together that was there. That was like, yo, man, we got to put on this game. You know what I mean? So my vision was always to try to bring the rucker to Atlanta. Um, that's what I grew up off. That's what I've seen since I was a little kid. And I'm like, man. If I can bring that ruck of vibe and feel back when EBC was like lit. Cracking, for sure. EBC at one point was bigger than the NBA. For people, sure. People tuned in more, which is, you know, how they got the NBA TV deal. Um, I knew that it was going to be something special, man, but it was going to take that grit and that hard work that I grew up off seeing. Um, so like you said, man, literally we we talk about this every time we have a staff meeting and I, I'm telling the newbies that are coming on where we started. I'm like, don't get this twisted. Don't get these sponsor logos and all this. Yeah, like, we didn't have now. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Literally, was around, we was out there sweeping the concrete so around. folks can play. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. like yeah. the, the, to see the evolution of the ABL as a brand, not just the basketball side as a brand. You have the mini ABL yep. where you're looking out for the kids doing camps. You yep. got the HBCU classic who yeah. people don't yeah. know is behind yeah. the scenes working that. You feel me? Like yeah. the 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 work and the effort that you put in again from the Counting Me Out podcast. We want to give you your flowers, bro. I yes. appreciate that. So and salute that's for having time. me on. Yeah, that's big time, man. Like, you know, we 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 don't have guests really where you know, where they're able to relate to everybody from top to bottom. Yeah. And you can relate to the people that have been in that grind that don't really know 
their next move. You right. can relate to the people that are at the tippity top of the top. Right. Like, you yep. know, it's it's dope yep. to see what you have done for the Atlanta basketball culture, man. Because, you know, for it. somebody like me who has been around to see from the point beginning. A to, yeah. you feel me, point yeah. Z is, yeah. is, is, is crazy to me. Like, you took a team of guys from Atlanta to New York. Yep. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. We played. Nah, well, we we, played took, we at went the to Rucker. the Rucker. Yeah, and we went to Rucker. We had a makeshift game at Dykeman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it yeah. was. It was. It was crazy to see. You know your vision back then because a lot of people didn't see it. They didn't. Like they people, didn't. I know at some point in time. Watch this. At some people. At some point in time, people counted you out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you I was, cut did. that up. No, it's going to You know, yeah, look, look, I was going to ask you, you know, transitioning from New York to Atlanta, what were some of the kickback that you were getting from people and didn't yeah. understand your vision that you had? Yeah, I think because a lot of people don't really know my real story. Mm -hmm. um, they think I just kind of popped up because ABL was like an entity of mine. But I've been here 24 years. So I coached AAU with the Georgia Stars. I was a community coach oh, at North Cross High School. Okay. I played at Georgia Perimeter for two years. So I already had been here watching how basketball landscape was either growing or where I seen it wasn't growing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was here in the run and shoot days. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so when, you when I came... Atlanta was at that point where it was like New York still was the king of basketball, right? Like, don't matter how you slice it. If you look now, Atlanta's on the top. We number two in the country for pros, um, both in the NBA and internationally. But I think for me, a lot of people were just like, yo, this is a New York dude. He trying to come and do this in mm. Atlanta, and it's a New York feel. And the first couple of guys I went to, they was like, nah, that shit not going to work. Like that's that's New York. Only that can happen in New York. I bet and you I was like, a name of who told you that. I will. Uh Matt Verde. That's what you get, Matt. Eat um, that. And I don't think he was doing it in a in a malicious way, but you gotta think. They Atlanta had just had um like a pro am pro city vibe, but it was like invite only. Right. Like yeah. you had to like yeah, you yeah, either yeah. had to be a pro or you had to know, you know, who was on to be able to play. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when I would go as a college kid and I'm playing, I'm like, damn, we ain't playing in front of nobody. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and shout out, like, I'll give a huge shout out to, to Cash, Keith Cash, who's got soul. Because um, I played for his scene. Like, that's how far me and him go back. I still that's got fire. the shorts at the crib. Shout so out when to it, Chef, man. When it, when it went from the Prather, I mean, from Nike Pro City to the Prather, I think it even made it more kind of private because it was kind of like, well, if you kind of not in that circle or that group of people, it's like, mm -hmm. nah, you can't who? Yeah, right, you can't right. sit with us. And mm -hmm. I think, and I feel like, you know, even like Matt, like, you know, salute to Matt and all the great things he did. I don't think he was doing, he just was kind of like, now nah, I don't think Atlanta ready for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it was a couple other guys, I can't even remember who all was having a conversation um, like my my guy Paul, you know what I'm saying Paul Williams. He was like, "Yo, he's like, bro, if you could if you could get it going, it, it's gonna work." It's gonna you know, yeah. so it was like people was they were receptive. I won't say nobody was just like, "Yo, bro, that that's gonna flop." Mm -hmm. I think they were just hesitant about the nature of what I was trying to do because my vision was to have an outdoor summer basketball league, bro. The second year we brought the hardwood out. You, you get what I'm saying, John? Like that's why <laughs> that's why I was saying earlier, bro. Like for somebody that got to watch the. The countless amount of hours of work that you literally that you put into this to get it to where it's at now yeah. is, you know, they they wouldn't understand. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. understand. People why. still though, bro. They yeah, that's still what I'm though. saying. Like, they I mean, don't even understand. when they walk in the gym now, you know, I've I've had some conversations, 
even now, you know, like, you know, and I'll drop some of the things as we talk. But I mean, to think about this, man, um, I came into this not thinking about how much money I was going to make. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't even think about sponsors. I knew that I could grow it there because I already had been working in like advertising and agency business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like, I kind of know what to do to build it. But it was like, this is still Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and when I thought about it, it was always to build and make Atlanta basketball better than what it was, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and a lot of people didn't like that. I'm a kid from New York. They're like, bro, we got it all. We got, you know, yeah, you and, 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 I, and I paid homage, yeah. which is I went to those people, people. that I felt yeah. was those leaders. And, and so what gatekeepers like, yo, look, this is what I'm trying to do. How can we, you know, partner and be involved? And a lot of those people were like, man, get the hell out of here. Like, that ain't making me no money. Yeah. You know, so I, and, and, and now I get it, right? But I'm like, at the same token, it's like, now y'all the same ones that's reaching out to Oof. me. Like, yo, can we, can we, can we, can we? And guess what? I'm like, yeah, yep, no problem. Exactly. Cool, come, bring mm -hmm. your squad. You know, we you know, we sponsor six high schools throughout Metro Atlanta. And majority of the kids, I don't know none of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, if I got the resources, I built this brand that people respect, I'm going to give these kids a chance, you know? So, yeah. Are you, are you doing the high school thing in the summer? Not, well, it's hard for us. You know, we've been talking about it. You know, we did the TOC, you know, mm -hmm. where we bring the kids yeah, yeah. the kids at the end. So we definitely going to try to do that, bring that back. Uh, we didn't do it last year because the kids were just coming out of COVID. A lot of coaches like, yo, I, I don't know if I'm going to have my real team, mm -hmm. so I don't want to put the product. But that is the goal, man. And ultimately, I want to build a high school, you know, summer league right. that the kids could play in because I feel like AAU is so watered down now. Um, if you nice, you're going to get seen wherever you at. Right. You know, Boy, you said so, something, John, um, you said something. So, yeah, man, I'm a disruptor. You know, my mom told me that at a young age. I, I mean, I've always been like this, man. In elementary school, I was telling the teachers, you know, they say we'd be disrespectful, mm -hmm. but I would always challenge what they were doing, right? They'd be like, yo, yeah, y'all can't go outside today because I'm like, why we can't? We got a gym. Let's go take yeah, us in the, the gym for recess. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. I've always been like that, man. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this this next part of this journey. Man, I'm glad you brought up COVID. Um because we spoke off camera about how pivotal that point in time of ABL as a brand was. Now, this is rolling up on year eleven. Yeah. Just yeah. had a 10 year anniversary. Shout out ABL 10 years. Um, just talk about a little bit about the rebranding that you said you were able to do when COVID hit because COVID, COVID shut a lot of stuff right. down. Yeah. 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 For me, um, like I said, I think it was a blessing in disguise, man, because I, I had been just nonstop hustling, trying to figure out what pieces of the puzzles we need to bring to ABL, how we was going to make sure that we had a season. But then when it was like, nah, it ain't going to be no season. This is the best thing to do. Um, it allowed me to slow down, mm -hmm. you know, it allowed me to like literally sit back, seeing what we have, see what we had built, mm. figure out how I wanted to navigate it and grow it for the next couple of years. And a lot of that was like dialing back from like all of the hustle, right? Mm -hmm. Like what sponsors mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know, what brands we going to reach out to and how many people we need to have on the teams and things of that nature. So when I was able to be, to sit back a little bit and I think through it, I was like, yo, less is more sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we cut the season two weeks. Um, you remember we had went to 16 teams. I have I brought it back to 12 teams because I'm like, for me, it's the quality. 
You know what Not I'm saying? Quantity. It, right. The quantity piece, you know, it, yeah. I mean, some leagues, they got like 30 teams. I, I mean, I applaud them, but I'm like, yo, I know at least 80 of your teams couldn't even beat our high school team. You know what I mean? But y'all just want bodies out on the court. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather do it more, you know, maximize, make the really impressions. And I think we getting that. Like I said, last year, Joe Johnson team won, but every week, Majority of our NBA guys was playing yeah. because they like yo. I got him. If I'm on this team, play. I gotta right. be here. Gotta the play. other pros showing up every week. I gotta be here. You know. I don't think. I think Lou maybe missed two weeks. You know what I'm saying? This last summer. That's because he just came off a season where he lost. He like yo. I ain't trying to lose again. Hey so, man, shout out to Lemon Pepper Lou for man. sure. Lemon man. Pepper Lou has been a part of the ABL from since the, jump, the beginning. From from the day when, one when he wasn't even playing, he was just yes, coaching. Yeah, you know. So it's it's guys like that man that I that I pay a lot of love and respect to as we've been building it. Like yourself, man. Like you were just coming out of the, the your your pro NBA realm of trying to figure out what's next. You like yo shit. I'm showing up. I'm about to play. You know what I mean? I, so I, I, <laughs> shout out to John. Yeah, my flowers. you know, so yeah, man. And, it, and and like I said, man, I tell people all the time, if it wasn't for y'all, that first group that really just believed in them first two years, I wouldn't have gave up, but I probably would have shifted to doing something, something different, different, you yeah. know? So yeah. like even, I mean, like I said, man, this is all God's work. This is the journey that, that God put me on because I felt like just like any other hooper, I should have made it pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was hooping. I'm All-American Junior College, All-American D2. I, you know, I am I was doing it. I'm like, yo, this is my thing. I'm about to go make something happen. But he had something different for me, you know? So even when we shifted, and, and you probably remember this, my vision was outdoors. I bought a $50,000 hardwood floor, same court that the uh, Atlanta Hawks play on. Outside to the hood, bro. Well, I was there, and it you rained, and it rained every weekend. So I'm like, I never and, forget, y'all. The first, the first weekend, I pulled up, I parked my car, and literally, as soon as I put my car in cart, uh, my, my 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 my, you feel me? Yeah. I feel like the sky opened up. Yeah. Literally, I'm talking yeah. about. I put it in park. One thunder, boom, and yeah. the sky opened up. And I'm like, no yeah. way, yeah. bro. We about to try to yeah. play outside in this rain. Yeah. What was your instant thought when that happened? I just was like, yo, what we going to do? Because, I mean, like I said, growing up in New York, they play on a rain delay. So, like, it could rain at 4 o'clock if the game at 6.30. They going to wait. Yeah. They going to wait. Because that's all New York City basketball. We, play, we grew up from birth playing outdoors. We don't see a gym until at least – junior high, middle school, unless you go out of town. Hmm. You know, now there's, like, we didn't have all them crazy tournaments like they be having. Shout out to Sean. Like, we didn't have all the on-the-radar tournaments and all that stuff going on. You play outdoor tournaments. You know what I mean? Hot, 90-degree weather. They don't care. Ain't yeah. no, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So when it rained, they put, it's a rain delay, and I think they play up to, you know, they'll wait up to a certain time before they try to move it in the gym or they just cancel the games. So for me, I ain't had an option. All I had was a permit to be at the park outdoors. So even that was a fight trying to get the city to understand what I was trying to do. Because once that shift started happening, where we started going inside, it was like, I think my cousin came to me and a couple of people that was on our staff. And they was like, yo, it was like 300 people plus in a 200 people gym. This Standard might be the, only. This might, this might need to be the way we go. You know, shoulder and I'm like, shoulder. I'm like, nah, we going outside on that hardwood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't build, we don't got this hardwood. We going outside. But I, I remember the, the 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 exact day, me, Archie, Afani, and I think 
uh, Mel or Bria, somebody, we was at the park. We was like, damn, it's going to rain today. This is going into the playoffs. We had to park at like 3. Game started at like 4.30, 5 o'clock. And I'm like, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm pissed. Like, I'm literally going against everything that I know, faith, faith, everything. I'm like, yo, this is not happening, right? We go in the gym. We have Will Barton, um, 2 Chains, Lou. I was just about to say, Trinidad, um, Trinidad James was down Trinidad there, Trinidad James. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. Like, the, the who's who of Atlanta showed up. I feel because we moved in the gym because they're like, yo, we're not going to be outside. Like, this is too open. Yeah. There's no, You know, we had security and stuff, but it was just too open for Atlanta. Man, we went in that gym for the playoffs, and I was like, all right, I, I, I'm going to buy in. I believe you. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? It. I'm going to buy in. Mm-hmm. So, literally, we moved from Central Park to Grady, which was a bigger facility, and we haven't looked back. And, you know, I mean, like, literally, um, that marker of, changing di- directions of my vision to believe in the vision that God probably already had planned out. It worked, you know, and we haven't looked back since. So, man, I, um, I know, I know again, I don't want to keep saying this, but we spoke off air about the caliber of player that yeah. you've been able to get come play. Yeah. And everybody can say that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. can say that they've had the who's who of basketball come pull up to the event. Yes, sir. Y'all, what you're doing is dope, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, What you're it, doing man. is dope. Like, talk about the the next big thing in terms of ABL basketball when it comes to the who's who coming to play. Like, who you yeah, got I on think, tap for this yeah, summer, man? Yeah, man. Um, you know, obviously, we always trying to, you know, push the narrative and try to get, like, the KDs and the LeBrons to come. But I'm really more excited. Like, it would be legendary if those guys pulled up in Atlanta because that's not normal. For sure. But, you know, I'm excited about, you know, our guys, our hometown guys that finally getting a chance to really be home for the summer. I mean, we got a, we got a, uh, what I feel is a mega star in Anthony Edwards. You know, he's, he, he actually did our, um, he did our rollout announcement for our Adidas partnership last year. You know, so he's signed with Adidas. So that's huge for us. Colin Sexton, Joshua Kogi, Wendell Carter, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. You know, these are guys. Shout out all them guys. For yeah, these, off, these, these, these guys that, you know, I've seen since they was in like middle school, ninth grade, starting on varsity, playing for the AAU teams. Because this is their league. You know what I'm saying? This is for them to take on. And over the next couple of years, make sure that this league goes in the right direction. We're just driving it for them. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But I will say the big thing that, that I do, and I said I'm going a, I'm to a drop a lot of announcements on y'all show. <laughs> especially because it, it was, a you know, the, the last minute pop-up to come see y'all. But um, we're excited about the women's game, man. Yeah. The, the, the women's game for me is really some place that I've always had like a real affection for because I'm like my daughter used to hoop a lot of my home. I, w- I grew up with Shamika Holesclaw. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm saying? So I know, I know the elite level of women's basketball. You know what I mean? And our goal for the next two years is to really develop the ABL women so we could be the G League for WNBA. Right, right. You oh, know, yeah, so they the all these, yeah, because smokes. all these women are getting cut that mm. are that are put in the work, put in the grind over these years. And I get it. It's a numbers game. The WNBA still hasn't got 
their uh, structure together to really grow like the NBA. Right. So I feel like, you know, I have a vision. Um, just like I did on the men's side, I want to build that for the women's side. And, you know, with the team that we got and the support that we got already, yeah, I mean, the women's, the women's sure. game, yeah, the women's game be lit. Like they how be the men's be, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, now that, that, that I can attest to for yeah. sure. Because, yeah. you know, if you haven't been to an ABL women's playoff game, then you don't it's really late. understand. Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. And it, and it's at noon. The yeah. games be at yeah. noon, one o'clock. Yep. And it's they shoulder to shoulder in there. Hey, we I be asking them to stay for the yeah, minute. Y'all like, gotta stick around. <laughs> stay, so you know, one thing, a little bit. You know? one thing I will say about women's basketball is that their fan base travels yes. in droves. Yeah, and they're it's going family. to pull up. It's yeah, family. The whole five. I, I I go with this rule, man. And this is for anybody who does basketball or tournaments, or whatever. Wait, 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 John. Wait. <laughs> wait. Make sure we are able to cut this clip. Yeah, man. <laughs> Please give us something. Yeah. What so you got, if you're in the game of basketball, man, and you really want to try to figure out if this is for you, try to work with girls basketball. Because not only is it the, the most tasteful, it is where you really see what your outcome could be. Because women's basketball, uh, let's say girls basketball, their families travel. Mm -hmm. For sure. The entire yeah. family. Everybody. Grandma, grandpa, yes. aunt, uncle, I, yes. cousins, brother, right. sister. With the boys, it's usually mom and dad and a sibling. Yeah. All the siblings, right? Because the boys are traveling so much robust, the families can't travel with them. The girls, they playing in Tennessee. They playing in South Carolina. Florida, they playing locally. You know, so the families can get in a, in a little sprinter or whatever and travel. You can't do that with the boys because most of them are Travel traveling in Vegas, a whole other coast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, so that's one of the things that I've been able to see in like, you know, one of our stars that we can really vouch for is Flage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She came Animal. up. She came up from the middle school age group coming through ABL, playing in our high school games. You know, she played in the women's league the last two years. So we know that, like, yo, the shift is happening. Yeah. And we want to be in the forefront of that. And I tell, I meet with the WNBA like two weeks ago, and then I'm about to meet with them again before All-Star. I'm like, yo, I know. I know what it takes. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, y'all not on the grassroots. Y'all don't even here. understand right. grassroots. Yeah. Yeah. So they got to understand grassroots. Um, and if you get in this game, it's not really about those elite teams and those elite players. It's building a platform for a large group of kids that can use your avenues. And I feel like that's what we're doing with, with Junior ABL. That's what we're doing with the women's side. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I said, the next couple of years for ABL, you're going to see us going super hard with supporting the community programs more. Because, like, I feel like AAU is about to die. Yeah. I really do. I know people have been talking about it, but it's too watered down. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's too watered down. It's like these kids are not even taking this serious no more. Yeah, they just we, like, we yo, I'm just, I'm just we, there for the tournament. Right. Yeah, we <laughs> discussed know? that on a previous episode, man, just talking about how, especially now, how it's, it's so, it's, it's monetized to where it's all about money now. Yep. Right. And now you get the really good kids from Atlanta yeah. don't play against the kids that play on this Nike team from Florida yeah. or this Adidas team from yeah. Texas or this yeah. New Balance team from Virginia. Yep. It's just completely different. So, yeah. you know, again, shouts out to what you're doing with the ABL as a brand, not just in terms of basketball, yeah. just as the brand. Right. Because um, people don't understand the work the grind, the sacrifice. Yeah, people don't even know we're a nonprofit organization. Hmm. Bro. Come on, bro! Like <laughs> I want to share, I want to share my experience really quick because, uh -huh. like I said, when I moved here in 2016 from North Carolina, you know, North Carolina was known as the basketball yeah. state, right? Girl, Blue so blood. hold on, hold on, oh, what, hold what, on. What the hell you just said? <laughs> North Carolina 
is known for Petey Pablo. I, That's I said, it. We ain't talking about no, Petey Pablo. You're not listening. That's keep going. Okay. What I will say is one of the things I appreciate about your nonprofit and what you're doing, like you mentioned earlier, was giving back to the community. Mm. Being from North Carolina, coming out here to Atlanta, is very cliquish, right? And it's very hard to get your foot in the door um, in different areas, right? And being a solo media personality at the time, I remember when I was trying to pitch for media requests for different events, got declined. And I, somebody told me, you need to check out the ABL. And I'm like, what's that? So I went to y'all social media. I was like, no, nah, they ain't going to approve me. I just moved here. I ain't got no, you know, nobody knows me. I remember when I submitted that media request and y'all approved me. When I got there, I was so shocked. Like Family. Spoon said, yeah. standing room only. I couldn't believe it. I, I did not know that Atlanta had that type of basketball scene. I was not expecting it. We I'm being yeah. very honest. I was not expecting that coming from North Carolina. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, I can't remember what year, but at Central, they had the North Carolina Pro-Am. Yeah. And I used to yeah. go to that. But is nowhere compared to yeah. the ABL. No, I appreciate So that. I appreciate you for giving me that chance and giving me that foot in the door because I met a lot of great people. And yeah. seeing how even the media right. has grown over the right. years, giving people that opportunity yeah. to put their work out there. Yeah, we, I mean, I, I think that's one of the narratives that we're, we're pushing now too. That we did in front of because when you got when you got your head down working, yeah. you're not it's thinking about like all everything. the layers yeah. of things that you need to be explaining to people. But you know, I I I literally have had three or four interviews in the past month or so where I'm really just talking about like how we've grown people. Mm -hmm. Forget basketball. You know what I'm saying? Majority of my team that I, that started with us, right? They're all like managers, managers and star artists now. Or they work at Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. You know, at the radio stations. Like, look at Bria. Yeah, you get what oh, I'm saying. She's, like, yeah, yeah like she's I mean, Bria's about to be. Now. Yeah, she's about to be one of the biggest, not just females, but MCs in the country. When you talk about basketball, you know, like she was one of the first people that I sat down with. That's my, that's my little sister. We ain't blood, but we almost been raising each other through our careers and what we doing. Um, and we was just together out in LA, and I'm like. Yo, this is like surreal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we literally sat down on Zaxby's on 124 in Snellville. And I was like, y'all, sis, I'm about to build this basketball league. And she's like, well, I'm trying to be a host. Plug me in. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah. And look now. You know what I'm saying? So we have a lot, a lot of rising stars that are coming through AEBL off the court. That I'm extremely excited about because I think like for me, a kid from New York, I gotta I gotta take it back to like the Jay-Z Rockefeller thing, right? Like if you look at the tree of success outside of them, like they almost like, you know, and, and I humbly say this, like Jay-Z controls majority of the damn world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you think about our culture, he's got someone that came from his tree or someone he invested in, someone that they put on that's controlling the shift in narrative in some corporate brand, corporate entity of some sort. So it's like, for me, I look at it the same way. I'm like, yo, if I can plug all these people, I don't got to benefit it directly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you win and I'm winning, that's my yeah, model. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I, um, so even like yourself, like just seeing you grow, you know what I mean? And seeing the different people who came and might have not even understood what it was. And they like, yo, John, remember, yo, the first time I came to ABL, I met this player. A lot of our um, NBA guys, some of their teams now were like my first people. 
like my first publicist or my first like game ops person, they all being successful. Yeah. So I'm like, for us, man, ABL is the fabric of the Atlanta community. Um, whether you look at it from a lens of young kids to the grassroots perspective, the pros, high school kids, people, you know what I'm saying? I think we get more jobs out than probably 90% of the organizations that say That's they dope. do nonprofit work. Yeah. You know, so for me, man, it's always just about making sure that I'm empowering the next generation because I know what it was like going, growing up in the hood and not seeing nobody that made it. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and I could, I mean, we talked about it, I think early when we connected, a lot of my older cousins, a lot of the dudes in the hood, all Americans, number one player in the country, number one point guard, and now they haven't got a job. Mm. Mm. They weren't even able to get a high school diploma. You know what I'm saying? So for me, People ask me all the time, like, okay, what, what what legacy? First, I'm trying to make sure that I leave this for my kids, right. something that they can build on, whether they want to do basketball or not. I feel my son will go pro in something. He played three sports, you know what <laughs> I mean? But even if he don't, there's already a foundation built for him, and hopefully Atlanta pays respect and leaves something to lead him on mm. to the right thing. Mm. Um, and that's why I try to make sure I take care of as many kids as I can because you never know who's going to make it. You know what I'm saying? But then more importantly, I want people to remember that, yeah, this was a guy from New York. He moved to Atlanta. But I, I believe that for me, Atlanta, like, really birthed my vision. Right. You know, I'm from New York. I got the hustle. But when I came to Atlanta and I came to Decatur, Georgia, and I stepped on foot on Georgia Perimeter Campus, every single player that played with me will tell you to this day, they was like, yo, when he came, he said he was going to do this. Hmm. Like, when I came, I said it. I was like, yo, bro. This is cool. This is fun. I love it. We go to strip clubs. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yo, dog, I'm going to build a basketball league. And they all was like, You're bro, tripping. how you going like, to do this shit? Tripping. Yeah, like, yeah. you in college playing basketball. Yeah, yeah, how you going to build yeah, a basketball yeah, league? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and rest in peace, uh, G. White was one of the guys as well that I'd be like, he was like, how the hell you going? How you going to get all these guys right. to come and play? Like, literally. Like, right. G.Y. used to be like, Ja, you tripping. You better take that shit back to New yeah, York. Yeah, I'm going to hear that. Bro. I'm going to hear about And I that. mean, if you know G.Y., he would bring all the pro guys to Georgia Perimeter in the summer because he was uh, an agent at uh, Pro One, mm. I think. So you had, like, Gerald Fitch, William Avery. You had all these Ooh, big time. Gerald Fitch was yeah, hell Yeah, you were crazy, oh, right? He, you had all these guys that was coming to work out with us in the summer, and that even motivated me more because I'm like, yo, if they coming in my gym, that I play college basketball at, I could get them. I know you I know I can. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. he didn't know, like I said, same thing with Matt and other guys that are, that are that are doing great things in the basketball space. I think they just never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't know how to like digest it to be like, yo, John, go do this. Or yeah. here's his relationship. But um, I want the community at large to know that even if you don't make it to the NBA, you can make something out of yourself yes. using the game of Damn, basketball. Yes. Be too. Yes. You know, I was uh, about to tell you, drop a gym, yeah, man, that's for the it. people listening, man. That's it. One more time, man. Yeah. One more time, because again, you know, we like to we like to give um, give flowers when they're due, but again, just give 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 these people a one liner that you feel like can can propel them to get to the next level in life. Just Period. Yeah, I think whether you're a kid or just someone who's, you know, around the game, um, that using the game of basketball is a resource. 
You know what I'm saying? And if you don't make it to the pro level to play, you go always, you know, kind of pivot to something that's around the game, whether it's agent, managers, game operations, referees, they all make a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, if I had knew this, like, <laughs> coming out of high school, I probably wouldn't even want to go to the NBA, to yeah. be real with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been in the marketing, and I just loved it. Like, that's what I wake up and do every day, bro. So, you know, every kid that I can, that, that listens to this podcast um, or talks to me on a regular day basis, I always tell them, listen, man, you can make something out of yourself using this game if you respect it first. Make sure you give him back. You know, try not to put yourself for, first all the time because you do got to put yourself first sometimes right. Right, right, in right, some right. situations. But, man, this is a trillion-dollar business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I mean, starting at, I started with maybe like $1,500. You know what I'm saying? Now we got a multimillion-dollar brand hmm. yeah. that's respected throughout the international basketball game. Yeah. You know, uh, so. You know, we, we, we've, already, we've already given you, you know, your praise. But, again, Ja. What you have been able to do for Atlanta culture, for the basketball community in Atlanta, yes. yeah, is appreciate astonishing, it. bro. So again, from the Counting Me Out podcast, we just want to give you your flowers, bro. You know, I hate the fact that we gotta that we gotta get out of here, but yeah. it's um it's remarkable what you've been able to do, bro. And this is not this is not me speaking from somebody that's on the outside looking in. This is from yeah. somebody that who's been around been in the trenches with me. Day one. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I remember when we went to New York. Yeah. Like the hotels we were staying yo, in. I it just was, told my son that. I said, a, yo, we was right by the airport. I'm like, yo, we didn't even have no rooms. <laughs> we just had we to chill till it was time for the flight. Was, we was in a bus, <laughs> like folks was bugging out. But again, you had a vision, bro. Yeah. And you stuck to that vision to yeah to get your your product where it's at now. Yeah. And with all know, the doubters and haters. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's But I it, love it. I you yeah. know for me now, now that I'm 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 like, you know, and, and I humbly say this like, um I'm the leader of Atlanta basketball. And for me it's not to, you know, just toot my own horn in the sense of like talking about me, but I'm like every room I walk in, I'm like, yo, Go go talk to Spoon in them. Mm -hmm. Go talk to this guy. And there's and there's guys that's moving the needle as well. But I'm like, I'm trying to do it on a global level. Yeah. yeah. You know, so when I walk in the room, I'm not just like ABL. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Sean. I'm talking about all my guys who got AAU programs. I'm talking about the high school guys. Like, yo, what and 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 this may or may not make it in, but you know, when Adidas came to Atlanta, before I even signed my deal. I told them, I was like, yo, we got to take care of the community. Yeah. Yeah. We got to find that way to yeah. get First. back. Yeah. You know, and they'll tell you, like, I'm hard on it. I'm like, yo, we got six schools. We need four more schools that's sponsored by Adidas. Mm -hmm. So right now we got six schools that are completely sponsored and outfitted oh, by Adidas. Um, you know, Kip is one of them. You know, Kip is in the bluff. Right. People don't really, you know, oh, I know the, I know and, the city getting gentrified. For those of y'all who don't know what the bluff is. <laughs> You know, oh man, so, go watch you know, Snow and the Blood. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I want people to, at this point in the game, I really want people to really hate a little more, um, just because it'll make other people pay attention. Yes, you see what I'm saying? People don't really Ooh, listen hold to on, Josh, Say that one more time. What you I, say? I really say want the people time. to hate a little more so more people will pay attention because in our culture. They don't. We don't. We don't look at the positivity all the time. When somebody doing good, sometimes that get looked over, and that's what I had to realize. Yeah. So I had to realize. To be honest with you, you remember the first couple of years? Yo, literally had a dude told me he started ABL. I was sitting in a meeting with a couple of people, and we talking about basketball and all the stuff that's going on in Atlanta. And the dude's like, "Yo, yeah, like you know the pro am." 
yo, I, I, I helped create that, right? So, of course, me, I'm like, well, I'm all ears now. I want, I want to see how you created this shit. <laughs> so we talking or whatever. He's like, yeah, me and my guys, we did this. We got Lou Will, da, 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 da. And I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, so I was like, yo, bro, you know, you know, AEBL is mine, bro. This shit's tatted on my leg. You know what I'm saying? He was like, word. And then, you know, then the conversation just go a whole shifted. other way, yeah, right? It but it was because for a while you didn't know who ran it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I operated it in the a way where it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, yo, if you saw me, you saw me with everybody on a photo, right? You could never point out who was the boss or who started it or whatever. And then that helped me shift because I started hearing the I started hearing the bleeding out in the city, like, yeah, A B L this and you know, oh, they ain't they they trying to copy what this league did and I'm like, yo, bro, like literally, bro, we take care of this whole city. Right. From January 1st to December 31st, ABL is doing something in this city to make mm-hmm. an impact. How you going to try to play it like we here to take? We've been giving since day one. We started it. And, and that's why I always tell people we started ABL in, in December uh, 2012 with a toy drive. That was the first time people ever seen the Migos. At Grady High School, bro. Shouts out to the Migos, man. That's the first time they ever saw the Migos, like, literally in person. People just were singing Mm -hmm. the song, you know? So, for me, like I said, I I, I love the... It it fuels me more because it's just going to make me do more and impact more people, you know? So... Damn, Ja, again, man. We you know, we We definitely appreciate you stopping by, man, to give your little piece, man. Because, again, it's it's different when you're able to, to talk to the guy. Like, yeah. you know, your energy is different in the room you walked in is different. You know, the, the guests we've had on the show, when they walk in, they command a different type of energy. Yeah. And that's what, you know, we want to we wanna give out to the people is the product of, you know, the, the grind and the work. And what you've done is, you know, again, it's, it's literally a product of your one, your vision, and mm-hmm. two, the hard work, bro. The execution. Like, yeah. yeah, the execution. Yeah. You had a vision. You stuck to it. Man, we appreciate you stopping by the Counting Me Out podcast, Thank bro. You. you know, I appreciate it. Thank y'all for having me. You're Man, welcome. Man, 10,000%. This your boy Spoon. It's your Again. girl, JQ. Counting Me Out podcast, man. Checking me out, man.